Welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. A special shout out as well for those of you joining us via our live stream on the 77 WABC mobile app and on WABCradio.com streaming worldwide. And for those of you with Alexa smart home speakers, you can tune in as well by simply saying Alexa, enable the 77 WABC skill. Joining us now is a political activist, a radio talk show host, founder of Turning Point USA, and a good friend. You can hear him every weekend from 12 to 1 on this station, 77 WABC. He is a syndicated radio host. He is heard all over the nation. Please join me in welcoming Charlie Kirk to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Now, for those of you who haven't heard of Charlie, and I can't imagine that anyone is out there who hasn't, Charlie is a very unique individual. He made a decision at a very young age to uh, yeah, to pursue what he wanted in terms of what he wanted for his life and not what everybody else wanted. And he started a movement dedicated to identifying, organizing, and empowering young people to promote the principles of free market as well as uh, a limited government. And, of course, his organization is called Turning Point. I just returned from Arizona this weekend where I think, Charlie, it seems like you had the biggest group that I have ever spoken to in the years that I've been speaking in front of Turning Point. Well, thank you. It was it was about 6,700 in that room and about 10,000 total tickets sold. And it was an honor to have you, Judge. It was spectacular. It really was. Well, so. uh, the honor the honor was mine. But let me tell you something, Charlie. You know, any of us can get out there and give a good speech. But the ability to get out there to organize and get young people, like-minded young people, some young people still on the fence, to actually take time out of their crazy, sometimes lazy lives to learn more about this co- this country and what they can do to save it is really something that is uh, – that is worth recognizing and worth honoring. And, and, and we oh, do so you. with respect to you, Charlie. And I really mean that. Um, now, Charlie, you, you are, you know, all over social media, you've got your own radio show, you've got your own podcast. Uh, and turning point of course is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And your mission is to educate and train. How do you do that when your organization is clearly one that uh, I think aligns itself with a lot of the beliefs of of the right and the Republican Party. Yeah, it's all about education, Judge. And, you know, in my opening remarks at that event, I laid it out as this is not even conservative or liberal. It's just basic right versus wrong. And the thing that we've really focused on in recent years is really trying to reclaim the narrative on American history and American culture. Uh, You know, what does it mean to be an American? Should we be taking down these statues of Thomas Jefferson or renaming schools, you know, Abraham Lincoln, like they're doing in San Francisco, and really getting involved in the educational space. And as you mentioned, as a 501c3, you know, we're really focused on making sure that my generation and the next generation is one that shares the values of constitutional liberty, separation of powers, independent judiciary, due process, um, hopefully limited government, understands what liberty actually is. And if I were to actually pinpoint why the country's in the mess that it's in, it's not even the political stuff. That stuff's really annoying and whatever. It's mm-hmm. because we're starting to lose kind of our shared American values. And so I think what we do at Turning Point USA um, is, is more consequential and critical and important for the future of our nation than ever before. Well, and it is. And, it, you know, the loss of America 
you know, the way that she has been for over 200 years and the fundamental principles, the foundations of this nation seem chipped away at every day. Everything from the Constitution, from the criminal justice system is really under attack to, to basically religious freedoms. Uh, You know, we're a country that was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. Everything is under attack. And, you know, the idea that you are at least in a position to not only fight that, but to fight it, the good fight, uh, is really a a testament to your strength and to your ability even more than your strength. But I want to talk about a couple of cases that are are in the news. And, you know, it's the day after Christmas today, so, you know, I I don't want to be totally political, but there's an issue that is a, a thorn in my side, and that's crim- the, the failure of the criminal justice system that I devoted my life to for 32 years. And we let this past week, we saw carjackings of two big Democrats, a, uh, a, a politician, a, an elected political official in Philadelphia and uh, uh, in Chicago, I should say, Lightfoot, not Lightfoot, and uh, in Philadelphia, a congresswoman. Both both people who were carjacked at gunpoint. Uh, do you think that when it gets to that level that the politicians in charge of those cities where they want to defund police will start to take a different tact, or is it going to take more than that? I mean, I hope so. And I, I don't wish suffering on anyone, uh, even my not. political opponents. I of mean that. Um, and and I, I want the cities to be safe and clean. I, I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. Literally, when I was 15, 16 years old, judge taking the train into Chicago, not thinking anything of it, you know, just mm-hmm. walking the streets of Mag Mile. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's exactly right. When people hear me say that, they say, wow. Like, yeah, that, that was the Chicago I grew up in. And, and obviously, you know, we're, we're live here in New York. I remember visiting New York in the first couple of days of Turning Point USA when I was 19, 20 and 21 by myself, you know, staying in Brooklyn, you know, just kind of in the Wall Street area, not thinking anything of it. Mm-hmm. And those cities are rather unrecognizable. Uh, New York's still a beautiful place, obviously, but it's unmistakable that crime is up, uh, especially in certain neighborhoods. And Chicago, forget it. I mean, 835 okay. homicides. And it's too bad, Judge. And, I, and maybe it's going to take these politicians to suffer to actually want to change their perspective. I hope that's not the case. Um, I want them to live in the same safe cities that I personally want to live in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can't help but make the connection between an entire political apparatus that was screaming to defund the police and then they get carjacked and they also get, you know, kind of targeted by the very same, very same criminals they try to create safe havens for. Right. The criminals they create safe havens for and the criminals that they don't want in jail. And now they're left to suffer the consequences. But, you know, as we look forward to 2022, one of the things that, that I want to tell my listeners about uh, at the end of the show is uh, it, it, is the whole idea of how will we conduct ourselves in 2022. We've got uh, now we have the Omicron variable uh, uh, variant and we have the Delta. And, uh, you know, the president said, you know, he was shocked. No one was ready. I mean, really? I knew when the Delta came out, there was going to be another one and there'll be another one after Omicron. But um, the American people themselves have to make a decision as to how they want to live their lives and how they're going to take care of themselves. Do you think we'll ever reach the point where people will understand that um, a vaccine is, is the right answer for some people, but not the right answer for others? Yeah, and that's right, Judge. And that's what a mature society would do. And a mature society would also admit that, hey, initial numbers and we, we remain to be, you know, we could be 
we could be corrected here, it looks like Omicron is actually less severe. looks like the hospitalizations are lower. It might be more contagious, but it could be that this virus is on the end of its life cycle. We don't know, but the current data out of the United Kingdom, Neil Ferguson has said that hospitalizations are down nearly double digits. So that's a promising sign. And, Judge, I, I believe everyone should make their own medical decisions. Many members of my family are vaccinated. I decided not to be. I don't think you should be discriminated against based on your medical choices. But I also think that we need to have at least some allowance of a conversation on early interventions, you know, whether it be Regeneron, monoclonal antibodies, vitamin D levels, which is something everyone agrees with, um, mm-hmm. trying to tell people to get their D levels up, which is scientifically proven in hundreds of studies when it comes to covid um, I, I think that's the most important part because I think people feel afraid and they feel as if they're waiting for the next big announcement from Fauci. I, I want to empower people. I want people to get their lives back. And, Judge, you know this. You spend a lot of time in Florida. Just the difference of, oh. of tone and lifestyle of New York versus Florida, it's like two different countries. It really is. It really is. is. It is. It is, Charlie. And, you know, when you go to Florida, people are happy. They smile. They're going out to dinner. They're with their friends in New York. People are fearful. They're wearing masks. They don't want to get into an elevator if there are too many people in it. I mean, I've been, I've been, Charlie, I've been at Dunkin' Donuts where a a woman, she started screaming because someone didn't have a mask on. And she said that that she has asthma and she could die. And, you know, uh, I I turned around and left. You know, I I was either going to get in the middle and be a mediator of some sort or I was. (laughs) going to leave so i left i said janine this has nothing to do with you but you're right i mean you know people are not taking the time to understand that there are options and the supreme court as you know on on january 7th is going to take up the decision where now the federal district courts are disagreeing on whether or not osha has the right to dictate that big companies mandate vaccines uh as opposed to you know the testing that people are happy to do what do you think is going to happen there yeah, I hope the Supreme Court, does, I mean, protects the rights of businesses. This impacts us at Turning Point USA. We have 200 employees, um, and I think about 80% of our employees have already had COVID, so they're naturally immune, right. not to mention we're all super young. And so let me get this straight. So the Biden regime wants to tell me how to run my business in the sense of my own employees' medical history. First of all, like I don't have that right to just sit down with my employees and look at them in the eyes and say, "Hey, can you tell me kind of what medicine you're taking?" Like that's that's that is such an overreach, and and there is no substantive epidemiological basis for it. There isn't, and so I hope the Supreme Court will protect the rights of businesses. Who knows, Judge? You've covered this brilliantly on your show. <laughs> the Supreme Court is uh, a mystery to say the least, right? So, yep. Well, you know, what we've got is, uh, you know, we've got, uh, look, if you think about it, you know, we have the three that that uh, President Trump appointed, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and Alito and uh, Thomas. I mean, they're they're pretty uh, conservative. But, you know, then you've got the chief justice and, uh, you know, you can't him for anything. And I don't I don't know what to expect from the Supreme Court anymore. I really don't. Yeah. And I mean, we hope they just kind of make a very simple constitutional decision that these decisions are best left to doctors, patients, individuals and not telling businesses what to do. This is the great question, though. Right. Which is um, will the Trump justices that went forward in front of the American people and kind of talked a good game with constitutional liberty? What will they do? You know, Thomas. 
Alito and Gorsuch, I think, are rock solid. Um, yep. But we really I think the, the big question really will be more Amy Coney Barrett than Kavanaugh. That's what it's looking like, Judge. And, and this is still very early. Judges sometimes can be persuaded by the votes of others. You know how it works on the Supreme Court. It's right. kind of a little club, right? They oh, all sit indeed. and discuss this stuff. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll see. Well, you know, I happen to agree with you. I think some are more rock solid in terms of his appointments than others. And, of course, John Roberts, I mean, he can't be relied upon. Yeah, Yeah. he is. But did you you ever notice, Charlie, how it's the justices on the left who never kind of veer right, but the ones on the right who veer left? And I always wondered if, you know, what that was about. Is it it, that they play hardball like they do on the outside of the Supreme Court? Uh, Or is it just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I it's always it's always kind of confused me too why why the leftist judges they always vote in such unison you can almost write their opinions beforehand right 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 I, I mean I, I, <laughs> I can I can write I can write Sotomayor's opinion on the Roe versus Wade the um, oh yeah the today right now <laughs> I, I I don't I don't need to read it I could write it for her right yeah. that abortions are right and how dare the court you know yeah. overthrow stare decisis the whole thing I could write it for them. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's, it, I, I think it's a good thing though, that people that are, I guess on the quote unquote, right, go through the process of actually thinking through their positions, that it's not just the rubber stamp. I think that's probably positive. Right. Indeed. But I, I, I don't think though, that it's good that you have people like John Roberts who go through kind of the arc of a career of becoming more and more moderate. That's yeah. not the person that he went in front of the Senate. That's not who I think George W. Bush thought he, who knows? I mean, who knows what W. Bush, who he thought he was appointing, right? Yeah. But definitely right. when it comes to Trump, with, with Trump, he thought he was putting rock solid constitutionalists yes, of Amy Coney Barrett and Kavanaugh. Of course, it has been great. We'll see on the other two. Yeah. And, you know, uh, w- one of the more interesting uh, issues is that, you know, when we talk about the, the, the Supreme Court and the impact that it has on our lives, you know, you, you kind of wonder about these justices and whether or not as they sit in their ivory towers, if they realize the significance of, you know, their decisions on, on ordinary Americans. And because right now, the way the laws are going in New York, anyone who's not vaccinated, who's working in a big company is losing their job. As of December 27th, uh, you know, no ifs, ands or buts. You can't you can't then say, oh, I'll be tested every day. That's not working anymore. So uh, it'll be very interesting. Very interesting indeed. No doubt. Yeah. Well, Charlie Kirk, I want to thank you. I know you're busy. I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for joining us on pretty much our last show of the season. And I want to thank you for what you do for all of us. And God bless you. Keep keep You're fighting the, best, the good fight. You're a great friend. <laughs> yes. And keep fighting the good fight because you know what? You're winning. Charlie Kirk, oh, thank thanks you. so much for you. joining us. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Up next here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show, we will be speaking with author and radio host Eric Metaxas. And we're going to ask you our question of the week and tell you how to participate when the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show returns.